Well, good day to you all, dear ones, and welcome to this very first day of March. It is day 61 in our journey through the Bible. Hello to everyone out there. My name is Hunter. I am your brother and your Bible reading coach, someone who shows up with you every day to spend a little time together in the pages of the Bible. And over the course of a year, we will read through the entire Bible, the Old Testament once, the New Testament twice. But more than any of that, our desire is to be transformed by love. And so we gather here from far and wide to do something very simple and yet very profound. We've come to listen and to receive. We've come to have our hearts addressed. We've come to be healed. We've come to be encouraged. We've come to see the one who has given himself on behalf of the world. We gather in his name to listen. Today we're going to listen to the book of Numbers, chapters 28 and 29, and we'll finish in Mark's gospel, chapter 8. This is the word of the Lord. Numbers 28. The Lord said to Moses, Give these instructions to the people of Israel. The offerings you present as special gifts, as a pleasing aroma to me, they are my food. See to it that they are brought at the appointed time and offered according to my instructions. Say to the people, This is the special gift you must present to the Lord as your daily burnt offering. You must offer two one-year-old male lambs with no defects, sacrifice one lamb in the morning and the other in the evening. With each lamb you must offer a grain offering of two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of pure olive oil. This is the regular burnt offering instituted at Mount Sinai as a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Along with it, you must present the proper liquid offering of one quart of alcoholic drink with each lamb, poured out in the holy place as an offering to the Lord. Offer the second lamb in the evening with the same grain offering and liquid offering. It, too, is a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, sacrifice two one-year-old male lambs with no defects. They must be accompanied by a grain offering of four quarts of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, and a liquid offering. This is the burnt offering to be presented each Sabbath, in addition to the regular burnt offerings and its accompanying liquid offering. On the first day of each month, present an extra burnt offering to the Lord of two young bulls, one ram, and seven one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. These must be accompanied by grain offerings of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, six quarts with each bull, four quarts with the ram, and two quarts with each lamb. This burnt offering will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. You must also present a liquid offering with each sacrifice, two quarts of wine with each bull, a third of a gallon for the ram, and one quart for each lamb. Present this monthly burnt offering on the first day of each month throughout the year. On the first day of each month, you must also offer one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord. This is in addition to the regular burnt offering and its accompanying liquid offering. On the fourteenth day of the first month, you must celebrate the Lord's Passover. On the following day, the fifteenth day of the month, a joyous seven-day festival will begin. But no bread made with yeast may be eaten. The first day of the festival will be an official day for holy assembly, and no ordinary work may be done on that day. As a special gift, you must present a burnt offering to the Lord with two young bulls, one ram, and seven one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. These will be accompanied by grain offerings of choice flour moistened with olive oil, 
six quarts with each bull, four quarts with the ram, and two quarts with each of the seven lambs. You must also offer a male goat as a sin offering to purify yourselves and make yourselves right with the Lord. Present these offerings in addition to your regular morning burnt offering. On each of the seven days of the festival, this is how you must prepare the food offering that is presented as a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. These will be offered in addition to the regular burnt offerings and liquid offerings. The seventh day of the festival will be another official day for holy assembly, and no ordinary work may be done on that day. At the festival of harvest, when you present the first of your new grain to the Lord, you must call an official day for holy assembly, and you may do no ordinary work on that day. Present a special burnt offering on that day as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It will consist of two young bulls, one ram, and seven one-year-old male lambs. This will be accompanied by grain offerings of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, six quarts with each bull, four quarts with the ram, and two quarts with each of the seven lambs. Also, offer one male goat to purify yourself and make yourselves right with the Lord. Prepare these special burnt offerings along with their liquid offerings in addition to the regular burnt offerings and its accompanied grain offerings. Be sure that all the animals you sacrifice have no defects. Numbers 29. Celebrate the Festival of Trumpets each year on the first day of the appointed month in early autumn. You must call an official day for holy assembly, and you may do no ordinary work. On that day you must present a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It will consist of one young bull, one ram, and seven one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. These must be accompanied by grain offerings of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, six quarts with the bull, four quarts with the ram, and two quarts with each of the seven lambs. In addition, you must sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering to purify yourself and make yourself right with the Lord. These special sacrifices are in addition to your regular monthly burnt offerings, and they must be given with their prescribed grain offerings and liquid offerings. These offerings are given as a special gift to the Lord, a pleasing aroma to Him. Ten days later, on the tenth day of the same month, you must call another holy assembly. On that day, the Day of Atonement, the people must go without food and must do no ordinary work. You must present a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It will consist of one young bull, one ram, and seven one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. These offerings must be accompanied by the prescribed grain offerings of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, six quarts of choice flour with the bull, four quarts of choice flour with the ram, and two quarts of choice flour with each of the seven lambs. You must also sacrifice one male goat for a sin offering, this is in addition to the sin offering of atonement and the regular daily burnt offering with its grain offering and their accompanied liquid offerings. Five days later on the 15th day of the same month, you must call another holy assembly of all the people and you may do no ordinary work on that day. It is the beginning of the festival of shelters, a seven-day festival to the Lord. On the first day of the festival, you must present a burnt offering as a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It will consist of 13 young bulls, two rams, and 14 one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings must be accompanied by a grain offering of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, six quarts for each of the 13 bulls, four quarts for each of the two rams, and two quarts for each of the 13 lambs. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. On the second day of this seven-day festival, sacrifice 12 young bulls, two rams, and 14 one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. 
Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. On the third day of the festival, sacrifice seven young bulls, two rams, and fourteen one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. On the fourth day of the festival, sacrifice ten young bulls, two rams, and fourteen one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. On the fifth day of the festival, sacrifice nine young bulls, two rams, and fourteen one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. On the sixth day of the festival, sacrifice eight young bulls, two rams, and fourteen one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offerings and its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. On the seventh day of the festival, sacrifice seven young bulls, two rams, and fourteen one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. On the eighth day of the festival, proclaim another holy day. You must do no ordinary work on that day. You must present a burnt offering as a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It will consist of one young bull, one ram, and seven one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanied grain offering and liquid offering. You must present these offerings to the Lord at your annual festivals. These are in addition to the sacrifices and offerings you present in connection with vows, or as voluntary offerings, burnt offerings, grain offerings, liquid offerings, or peace offerings. So Moses gave all these instructions to the people of Israel as the Lord commanded him. Mark 8 about this time, another large crowd had gathered, and the people ran out of food again. Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days, and they have nothing left to eat. If I send them home hungry, they'll faint along the way, for some of them have come a long distance. So his disciples replied, How are we supposed to find enough food to feed them out here in the wilderness? Jesus asked, How much bread do you have? Seven loaves, they replied. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground, and they took the seven loaves, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to his disciples, who distributed the bread to the crowd. A few small fish were found, too. So Jesus also blessed these and told the disciples to distribute them. 
They ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were about 4,000 men in the crowd that day, and Jesus sent them home after they had eaten. Immediately after this, he got into a boat with his disciples and crossed over to the region of Dalmanutha. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had arrived, they came and started to argue with him, testing him. They demanded that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. When he heard this, he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why do these people keep demanding a miraculous sign? I tell you the truth. I will not give this generation any such sign. So he got back into the boat and left them, and he crossed to the other side of the lake. But the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. As they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, Watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. At this they began to argue with each other, because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, Why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterward? Twelve, they said. And when I fed 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? Seven, they said. Don't you understand yet, he asked them. When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus, and they begged him to touch the man and heal him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then, spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and asked, Can you see anything now? The man looked around. Yes, he said. I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again, and his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored, and he could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him away, saying, Don't go into the village on your way home. Jesus and his disciples left Galilee and went up to the villages near Caesarea Philippi. As they were walking along, he asked them, Who do people say I am? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say you're one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Peter replied, You are the Messiah. But Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Then Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed. But after three days he would rise from the dead. As he talked about this openly with his disciples, Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, then reprimanded Peter. Get away from me, Satan, he said. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. 
If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And now may our Lord give his blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Amen. I don't know about you, but as we were reading through Numbers today, I found myself exhausted with the unceasing list of sacrifices that are needed to be made one day after another, one festival after another, various kinds of sacrifices for various kinds of occasions. It's exhausting to read through all these requirements and think of meeting them all in order for us to find some kind of right standing before God and be in proper relationship with Him. It's exhausting. And I have a feeling that that is the way we are intended to feel when we read it. The blood of bulls and lambs are not what make us right with God. God doesn't need blood. God is not bloodthirsty. Hebrews 10.4 says, For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. We are in need of something far greater than meeting the requirements of unceasing sacrifices. The point of this exhausting list that we went through is to tell us that we can't do it. It's to show us the sheer impossibility of being justified by God by means of sacrificing one animal after another. No, we need a far greater sacrifice. And God isn't sacrificing himself because he had to do it. No, he does it because he chooses to do it. In giving his life on the cross, he chooses to show us the nature and character of his Father, of the love they share together in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He's showing us that God is love what love looks like. God lays down his own life for us in selfless love, self-giving love, given freely on behalf of others, even for those who don't deserve it. (laughs) And that would be all of us. In Mark 8, Jesus tells his disciples he's going to do this. He's going to lay down his life. And on the third day, he'll be raised from the dead. And Peter rebukes him for saying this because Peter has no concept of what Jesus is talking about. But Jesus says that we need to turn away from our selfish ways. I want to show you the way of love, Peter. Love is a gift. It is selfless, other-centered. And you have been immersed in this love. Allow yourself to be truly convinced of it. See it meeting you right where you are right now at all times, even when you are being your most unlovely, when you are feeling the furthest and the farthest and the most estranged from God and yourself. That's where he'll meet you. That's where that cruciform love shows up. That's where he chooses you. 
So let it grab you there. Let it permeate you there. And then let it pour out of you into this world, into others. That's what Jesus is calling us to when he says, pick up your cross and follow me. Pick up that message. Pick up that story. Pick up the reality of God's love for you and let it shape you in your day-to-day life as you walk with him and let this cruciform love begin to pour forth from you into the world, into your relationships. We often think it's picking up a burden when we refer to picking up your cross. Pick up your cross or pick up your impossible life and try your darndest to do good or do better. That's the cross to bear. But that's not what Jesus means. The cross is not a symbol of defeat. But it is where God defeats death. It's a symbol of victory. It's the portal to real and eternal life. And God's love for you and the whole world. So pick that up. And follow him. Pick up your cross, the gospel, the message, the cruciform love that comes into the world and changes everything. And follow him. That's the prayer that I have for my own soul. That's the prayer that I have for my family, for my wife and my daughters and my son. And that's the prayer that I have for you. Let's continue now in a time of prayer. Feel free to read along with these prayers in the show notes of today's podcast and meditate on these words that are being spoken over you, your family, and our world. And now, let us pray. Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we might not fall into sin or be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far and those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit on all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light, and where there is sadness, joy. O Lord, grant that I might not seek so much to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in the giving that we receive, 
in the pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in the dying that we are born unto eternal life. Amen. And now as our Lord has taught us, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I want to thank you for joining me today in our time through the scriptures and in prayer. It is much appreciated indeed. Hey, just a reminder that our newsletter is about to drop here, and we would love for you to get it. You can sign up for it at dailyradiobible.com or in the show notes of today's podcast. Let me also ask you to do me a big favor. Would you subscribe to this podcast on YouTube? The Daily Radio Bible is about 100 subscribers shy of that 1,000 subscriber mark. Once we reach 1,000 subscribers, YouTube opens up a whole new level of functionality, making our ability to connect with you all the more rich and dynamic, and we would love for that to happen. And all you need to do is to subscribe. If you go to YouTube, just type in Daily Radio Bible, and it'll take you right there to our page. And the last thing I want to do before I let you all go is to say thank you. Thank you to our partners, to the people that make this podcast possible, and they are you, sisters and brothers who have given so that we might give in return. So thank you to Jasmine Rivera, David Strisick, Aaron Lee, Craig Hildall, Melissa Mignini, Michael Shearman, and Kyle Paulson. Blessings to you, my sisters, my brothers, my co-laborers in this work of the Lord. If you're listening today and you'd like to partner with us, man, that is so appreciated and so needed. And all that you need to do is head on over to the webpage, dailyradiobible.com. Click on the donate link, or you can find that same link right in the show notes of today's podcast. Right there on your phone right now, you can partner with the DRB. If you're old school and you prefer the U.S. Post, you can reach us at Daily Radio Bible, 2748 Northeast Molini Way, Hillsboro, Oregon, 97124. Hey friends, we have done it, and I plan on being back here again tomorrow to do it again. That's my plan. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, your brother Hunter plans on being here. Until that time, let's go forward in God's joy. Let's let his joy be our strength. And let us always remember this, that you are loved. No doubt about it. Alrighty, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. You guys take care.